2: back to white ladies in crisis it's a podcast dedicated to women losing their marbles i am joe lipsett and i'm joined as always by gina radcliffe hello as well as jen adams hello and ladies we are talking about the pen ultimate episode of physical season three episode nine title to be determined whatever (laughs) and uh this is a completely different episode from maybe anything the show has ever done, apart from that wellness retreat that Sheila went on last season.
1: Yeah, can I can I say this is actually one of my favorite episodes of the whole, whole series? It's so I, it good. Really, it really, really like got to me in a lot of personal ways. Mm-hmm. Oh. As you know, the, you know, someone who well, I'll, I'll get to it, but I just, I, I, it's probably one of my favorite episodes of the entire series. It's
2: so emotional. Like, we start off like, you know, we had so many thoughts about how the show was going to start to wrap things up, how it's been moving really fast. And, you know, it's been jumping over things, but we've been okay with it because we know things are coming to an end. And then we get an episode like this that's so intimate. It slows everything down. We're just focusing on this core relationship between Sheila and Danny and Maya for once. Mm
1: hmm. Yeah, they're back to being a little. That's like the only time they're really a little unit. Yeah, Uh
2: yeah. It it was so unexpected.
0: I agree. And we a couple of episodes ago when Sheila and Greta were fighting, I think we had said like the core of the show feels like Sheila and Greta. Mm -hmm. And I think this episode reminded me that Sheila and Danny may not be the core of the show, but it is very important. Not necessarily just because of Sheila and Danny, but uh, for like Sheila accepting love you know mm. and sheila mm-hmm. like being vulnerable and being able to know herself and let other people know her and see her and i feel like this episode really kind of honored that in a way i was not expecting at all
2: Hmm. i think the thing i took away from this the most is as we talked about a couple of times physical will sometimes do pretty flashy visuals like Mm -hmm. it's not over the top compared to some other shows but you know we like a montage we like a fun pan um you know that kind of thing Mm -hmm. and this felt so pared down like it's still incredibly well directed but it almost felt like we were watching a play
1: i was just gonna say that yeah it's all Mm -hmm. it's all one set it's just the house
0: yeah yeah, and just the three of them with a, a an errant pizza man who shows up. <laughs> and it's hilarious. It, it,
1: it's all like you know a couple of hours, right? Yeah, and it's yeah. great.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, like even the retreat episode that Sheila went on last season. That was still over the course of I want to say like we we saw her there for about a week yeah. in terms of the show's time. And you're right, Gina. This is one single night. It's we are kind of hashing it out it's the night of some kind of play that maya has to play the statue of liberty and of course we're at each other's throats because not everything was where it needed to be it's a classic divorced couple arguing child caught in the middle and maya basically takes control of this narrative eats a small animal toy and then we spin out from there because we have to spend the rest of the night waiting for her to make sure that she's okay
1: yeah right because you, Danny is very scared that the, the, the to- I mean it's <laughs> little, you can see it's a, like a little plastic toy
0: he's afraid of toxic levels of and he's just plastic. afraid he's afraid
1: <laughs> she's going to be like poisoned by this tiny little plastic toy God. yeah
2: I was like every parent I know is looking at Danny as, it's, like, it's
1: like Danny she's gonna dude. poop it out exactly like come <laughs> on <being> <laughs>
2: It does kids, not have barium in it. Yeah, kids yeah. are right.
1: resilient. Th- that thing's just coming out the other side in a couple hours. She'll be fine. <laughs> but I love the way she did this
0: because they are screaming at each other and she just goes, "Grown ups," And then just like right in their face swallows the thing. And it made me, have y'all seen the movie Swallow?
2: Yes. Yeah. That's
0: what it made me think. Of. And that's obviously a much darker movie. But I was like, oh, wow. And mm-hmm. it's like she's using the thing she knows is going to get Sheila's attention too because it's eating it's just so it's such a fascinating term for her you know
2: yeah um i almost don't even
1: know <laughs> where to <together>. start <laughs> we, well, i mean we should point out that if you you know the audience if you're hoping for some big confrontation that happens after uh oh yeah sheila and john bream discover danny and fidelia in the in the the uh the jam after hours that does not happen if you're no. hoping for some big
0: converse- confrontation or a uh, happy foursome you
1: know, <laughs> no no, <laughs> neither foursome. of those
0: things happen
1: well i mean we don't even hear whether or not i mean it's assumed that john bream has left at this point yeah. to yes. mexico and we don't really know i mean she, fidelia is mentioned but i mm-hmm. don't know if it's not whether it's stated whether she lost her job or not no
0: how much time do you think has passed since this episode in the last one? It feels like a couple of weeks. Couple I'll say I'll say a couple of weeks. Yeah.
1: Well, enough
2: time for Sheila to have listed the house because yeah. she's moving to Los Angeles.
0: Which how is that gonna work with this whole strong strength in numbers thing? Like, well, unless incredible? she's
2: moving there to literally start setting up mm. franchises.
0: Yeah, which could be. That was something that they were talking about.
1: Y'all think she's gonna leave Maya with Danny?
2: I think that they're going to do an awkward your week, my week setup. Yeah.
1: Because how far away is Los Angeles and San a, Diego? It's, it's, a, about, it's about at least an hour it's drive. It's not dropping in distance. It's It's going to no. take a lot of coordination.
0: Yeah. No surprise. Uh, it's your day today. You. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I think they will actually have to communicate their intentions quite a bit more clearly than they've been doing recently.
0: Yeah. Which, speaking of, like, that's seems like that's what they need, you know? And I love the moment when when Sheila jumps into action and calms Danny down. It's like this episode shows how good they can be for each other and -hmm. maybe not in a romantic relationship. But I feel like they do really see each other and they can be very complimentary for what the other one needs, you know?
1: I, yeah. I think it. I think it drives her crazy to 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 <laughs> that ad, admit that Danny kind of understands her. Yeah, you know, 100%. You know, yeah, percent Yeah, I think she she just really just you know, loathes even thinking about that. That that yeah, you know, because I don't think that she understands Danny. I don't think she understands anybody. Right. I think I think that Sheila has you know, a lot of work to do on mm. understanding how other people operate. And I, think-
0: I think how herself how she operates, right.
1: too, You know, right? Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: yeah, I agree.
2: Well, so much about this episode feels like all of the grievances that we never really got out, right? Mm-hmm. Like we don't really know how long they've been separated. I don't think they're even properly divorced yet. Yeah, but I think so either. it seems obvious to me that we never had actual confronting conversations about the things that made this marriage fall apart. And this is one night where we are just getting it all in, and it's hard to watch at points. Like when mm-hmm. Sheila says, "You don't know me," you can you can see the pain on Danny's face. Like Rory Scoville plays that moment. Like she could not have said something that would have wounded him.
1: More. Oh, he's devastated, mm-hmm. and, and and you know, like 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 I said, I I you know, Found a lot of is very deeply personal mm-hmm. because, like you know, my ex husband and I we're, we're we're very close friends now, but it was really really hard and right. awkward. And our daughter was about the same age as Maya Ooh. when 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 we when we split up, she was about five or six, and she kind of handled things a little better than 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 uh, than than. Not to be fair, like like Max didn't quite fall apart as spectacularly as Danny did, <laughs> and you know. I, you, you probably have to ask him whether or not I part apart <laughs> spectacularly. <Right. laughs> she looked in. That's not for me to say, but mm. uh you know. But when you are dealing with such mixed, like you know, I don't want to think about the good times. We did have good times. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess yeah. we did have good times. You know, I mean, and and that's a that is a hard thing for people. When you end a relationship with such animosity, it is yes. actually hard for you to think about. you like, yeah, I actually did love this person at one point. Mm-hmm, and, yeah. you know, there was a time when I considered spending the rest of my life with this person. And now here we are. And, Absolutely. you know, we could barely be in the same room with each other. How did that happen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and it because
0: it's the loss of that person and it's the loss of what you thought your life was going to be. Right, know? exactly. Right.
1: It's a it's it's like a you know multitude of things. It's yeah. like, you know, I have to start all over again. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to rebuild a life that I thought I had figured out.
0: Right, mm-hmm. and that's where I wonder if this move thing is coming from and I cuz I remember when I was getting divorced like and we didn't we didn't have kids together, so it was a little easier, but like I remember thinking like I never think I was going to be a girlfriend again. You know, I thought right. I was a wife, and that was going to be the rest of my life. And so, I wonder if, like living in this house and having to kind of be reminded of that, mm-hmm. and and you never know when Danny's going to show up too. So you have right. to kind of guard. Yeah, yourself he, against he, he that. has
1: he has difficulties like understanding boundaries still right like he just wanders into the bedroom and i Mm realized i realized once it was his bedroom too but it isn't anymore yeah Mm -hmm. and you know but i you know i feel so bad for him. he's looking at the bed he starts he starts getting emotional and it's like and it's like oh man it's just like like he's really good in this episode he is really really good
0: yeah
2: the show has just done such a good job of humanizing both these people you know Mm -hmm. we've talked about how unlikable sheila is and how much we hated danny in season one and all of a sudden they're practically bringing us to tears over the most you know understated just emotional humane moments like this Mm -hmm. episode is so good at conveying the intricacies of small moments
1: it's very empathetic and and you know you know the show i think is going to ultimately end with you not necessarily liking these characters but Mm. you kind of you understanding that they're they're flawed, troubled people, like everybody is.
0: Right. Right. There's the moment when Sheila's telling him, like, I'm not a good person. And he says, nobody's a good person, you know? Or I can't remember exactly how he phrases it. But, like, I feel like that's a lot of what the show is about. It's just kind of learning how to accept who we are, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think along those lines, the emergence of the voice in this
1: episode, I think, is really (sighs) interesting. Yeah, because we it's see back, it but it's, it's not back.
2: quite the same.
1: Right? She's it's kind not. of blowing it all. It's a little muted. She she and she's also just like practically shaking her head like no. I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pay attention to you. Right. Yeah,
0: but at the end, this is what I think is the most interesting thing about the voice, because it comes in at the beginning, and then at the end, it is her saying this out loud. You know, she's mm-hmm. saying, I'm not a good person, I'm a terrible person, let me show you what I did. And that's what we've seen two seasons of her saying inside her own head. And now she's saying it to another person. And when you say it to another person, that gives them the opportunity to say, no, you're not a bad person. You just did a bad thing. And I think that's huge progress for her, you know?
2: Well, because when it's just in your head, it's an echo chamber, right? Like you're literally Mm -hmm. having the conversation with the darkest parts of yourself. As soon as she verbalizes it, she's confronted with the realization, no, Sheila, people don't think that of you. And that's what Danny is for her. Like they have so much baggage that this episode does a great job of highlighting. But Mm -hmm. also, as you said, Gina, they loved each other once and they obviously still care so deeply for each other because of the weight of their reactions. Like you Mm -hmm. don't care when someone says you didn't know me. Unless you are still totally fucking in love with them.
1: Yeah. Right. And they had that really Yeah, you not know, granted, you know, that's wild Maya's on the toilet they're watching Maya on the toilet, but they <laughs> but they have that, that really beautiful moment where they're laughing over this memory of Oh my god, the know, diarrhea incident. Yeah. The honeymoon. They, 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 I and loved that's when it. the pooping they started. Get food, <laughs> po- they get food poisoning on, on on a boat that they went on for their honeymoon. But it's like that's like an oddly tender memory for them of this like so you know, the, because it was just the two of them, it was a memory only two of them could share Mm -hmm. and that's so powerful
0: yeah. yeah, and that's a moment that humanizes both of them too. Like thinking about Sheila's body Im- issues, I can't right. imagine her having
1: to go through that in front of somebody else. You know, mm-hmm. and she, and you know, what, she doesn't seem embarrassed about no. talking about it, which is mm-hmm. another big, she brings it big up. moment. Yeah, and I think another, you know, speaking of moments of progress, you know, is when she says basically says that she doesn't think she should be in in long term relationships. Yeah, that she can, that she can only, you know, she only prefers you know being in these little. You know, all-consuming bubbles, and yeah. and you know, I think that that's a huge admission for someone to make to themselves. Because, you, know some people just aren't cut out for that's committed int- long-term relations relationships.
2: Yeah. That's interesting because I definitely read that as her compromised self-esteem. Like she's internalized what Danny said, and she thinks that she can't function in a relationship because she's no good.
0: Yeah, and I, I, it's kind of a defensive thing. I think, I wonder if, like, I could take a piece of that and say, maybe she's realizing I'm not in a place
1: to be in a relationship now. Right
2: now, yeah. yeah
1: but- well, I, like yeah. I think that's true, and I think you. know One of the benefits of her seeing John Bream is that I, I don't think as much as she had feelings for him. I don't think she ever really expected it to become like right, the two what of it became. them. And- yeah. Right. So, you know, I think that she didn't learn to develop that resentment that she had for Danny and even for Carlos so quickly, even though, you know, Carlos and her had only been dating one well, a few months, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, with, with John Bream, it was kind of the perfect situation where it was an ego boost. It was, you know, I, I, I suspect that, you know, Maria and how Maria felt about the situation bothered her more than she was willing to admit. Mm -hmm. but you know i I don't want to say no strings attached but she didn't have she didn't have the opportunity to develop that kind of resentment against him right
0: and i think she because she also says i should be married to my work you know which i think is really interesting given what her work is and i say that as i like i've had some issues with work addiction in kind of morphing. <laughs> I was going like, to say,
2: as we all make this voluntary podcast. Exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I really know. We well, are
2: workaholics. Yeah, we
0: are. Yeah. And I mean, I think like a lot of times, like we we can joke about that or people will say like, I just work a lot. But I think work can become an addiction. And I've definitely had times in my life where like, I have had to sleep by my computer because I didn't want to not be working, you know, mm-hmm. and um, and I just worry that I don't want her to go to that to replace her eating disorder or her addiction to binging to work, you know. And I think, but she's saying that, she's saying it out loud. And I think Danny and Greta are um people who could keep her from going there, you know what mm-hmm.
2: I mean? Yeah. <sighs>
0: It's just so a heavy episode. <laughs> it, it is in the best episode. way. It's so good. It. I feel like when watching this episode, I feel like the show really cares about these characters. You know,
1: it does. Yeah. I. I just my my my. You know, I'm just not sure it, it cares about some of these plots at this point. You know? <laughs> right. I. Th- I think that that like I really really thought that they were going to go. I mean, with what episode left? Maybe they will. But mm-hmm. I really thought they were going to go somewhere with Danny taking up running. Like, I did too. Yeah, you know, I right. thought it was going to turn into something, but or it, with John Bream in the Olympics, you know, yeah, right. it just you know that kind of was you know just sort of fell to the wayside. And again, you know, it may possibly be you know that they, you, let's let's assume that they do they continue to co-parent. Maya mm-hmm. but Danny sees her less often because she's in Los Angeles now with Sheila Then maybe right. after that point that frees him up to be able to devote his time to running again and, and you know so every, everybody kind of has what they want but you know in, you, at, the, at the cost of having to you know sacrifice what they thought their lives are going to be yeah, mm-hmm.
0: which is like I think we kind of all have to get to that place at some point. Yeah, know?
1: I mean, yeah, it's, it's it's a hard it's a hard thing to accept.
0: It is, yeah, especially when so much of your life has been built on image, you know.
2: Right. Well, I'm curious. I mean, it it feels like we're starting to move towards what we think could happen in the finale, but I'm curious given what happens with regard to the sex did the two of you read this as we're potentially reopening the door sheila might reconsider moving or or she might reconsider staying as a result of this or did you think that this was one sort of like one last fuck goodbye
1: yeah no i don't think she's gonna change her mind uh, yeah I, I I I mean it would be nice. I think that they will st- I think that they will stay friends. Okay. you know I think I think that, that you know, the the finale will end with them, you know kind of you know hashing it out and trying mm-hmm. to be present and reliable co-parents for Maya. Um, right. but no, I think it was just you know expressing some tenderness.
0: Yeah, that's kinda how I see it too. As much as I hope that they like these two kids can work it out, you know. <laughs> like I would really love to see that resolution. I don't know how realistic that feels or how honest that I, feels I, given I don't one think, more episode, you know.
1: Yeah. I don't I don't think that she could accomplish what she wants to accomplish with with him. With yeah. Danny as her as her romantic partner or her spouse I think he could be her cheerleader Mm -hmm. and I think he'll be an excellent cheerleader but I I don't think I think he has to kind of stay a bit in the background of her life
0: I agree and I think like that's kind of where I left this is like we can we've gotten a lot of shit out in the air we've kind of worked through it and we've recognized that there was still a connection between us yeah
1: it's it's basically say it's basically her telling her I don't hate her telling him I don't hate you yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. Now, I mean, five years down the road, who knows? I could see them maybe starting to date again. But I, I think you're right. I think she needs to be on her own while she figures out, one, a lot of shit that she's still working through. You know, the voice came back in this episode. And mm-hmm. also, like, where she wants to go business-wise. And I think she and Greta need to be in a place where they can focus on that and not have anybody like Carlos, as much as I loved him, like, giving her shit for Thinking about work
1: a lot, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, Danny and Danny needs to be single too. Yeah, you know, I think I
0: mean, so. they, they, <laughs> they, they need to learn they, how to be single.
1: Yeah. They they, you know, we, we learn a little bit about the background of their relationship where they were in a relationship with other people mm-hmm. yeah. when they you know, Sheila was supposed to be it was engaged to someone else. This and,
2: was all I, I feel like we had gotten little bits and pieces of this from like particularly the scenes where we involved Sheila's mom when we went back for, like, the funeral and uh-huh. other things. I feel like we got a taster of this, but it was almost bizarre to get the whole backstory here with only one episode i would like ago. to know a
1: little i don't think we're going to get it but i would like to know a little bit more about this was it was her professor that she was having a uh I and think she was so. yeah, and like i it. would be curious if you know how much of a parallel between the professor and john bream there were mm, i mean you, you know right. john bream john bream is not old enough to the you know, old enough to be her father mm-hmm. but there's definitely a sort of daddy thing going on yeah with, with, well, a bit already, with him
2: yeah. and she was also she, well and she was also sexually assaulted right yeah and, and, yeah like that's, that's
1: yeah and, and you know so i think she's got some unexplored you know father issues yeah and authority you know, so, yeah yeah so i you know I, I think that they both need to spend some time on their own because you know they met in college they were already in involved in other relationships when they met mm-hmm. so you know literally all of their adult lives they've been in relationships with people with other people yes
0: i wonder if that was kind of the appeal of danny is that he seems so kind of immature and impulsive and not he's not he doesn't seem like a daddy you know what i mean
2: well and they also talked about how let's not forget we know that he was on the environmental activist front him and jerry were kind of like off he was he was a a
1: hippie he was a
2: hippie he got into trouble and i think that is probably so appealing to someone like sheila who has so many control issues whose mother instilled so many control issues in her so this idea that sheila was looking to rebel you know she's sleeping with a faculty member she's cheating on that guy with danny who is someone who's getting arrested by the cops like this seems like classic acting out behavior
0: oh yeah can I tell you the moment that I knew that I was going to love this episode is when they're trying they're talking about calling the mom mm-hmm. and Danny says, "I can call. I don't have that baggage."
1: Yeah. Like,
0: oh, I love you, Danny. It just is that little glimmer. It yeah,
1: reminds me that he's a good person, you know. He's always been Really good, you for her in that situation. Like you, know, she yeah. tr- she Putting trusted up the barrier. right. She trusted him enough at some point to tell her what happened. Tell him what happened to her. Yeah, and you know <laughs> I-, I don't know that she's ever told anybody else. Yeah, and and he's he's you know hasn't been a great husband, but he's been a great husband for her in that regard in in being protective of her when it comes to dealing with her parents. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, unfortunately, are not able to do that with their with their spouses. Is you know to stand up for them because they feel like oh I don't want to interfere. That's your parents, and and Mm -hmm. you know, and it's like no you you you've got to protect them if if you know that this is you know a a, a destructive situation for them
0: yeah it's Mm -hmm. part of understanding what the actual issue is you know it's not just one thing that happened it's how it continues to shape your relationship you know
2: Mm -hmm. but i did love the fact that sheila insisted on doing it herself and she remained calm in the same way that she had encouraged danny to do so like there's There's so much ups and downs in this episode in terms of their reactions. Like, we talked about how she calms him. But honestly, like, I don't think we've ever heard Danny swear as much as he does in this episode when he is Uh freaked out.
0: Yeah. Or when he smashes that that little dish, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, this is... They really kind of get it all out.
2: This is like Um, physical, a marriage story. Exactly.
0: It is exactly like that.
1: Ingmar Bergman's physical.
2: (laughs)
0: Can I tell you the other moment that I loved? And it's such a small thing, but when um when my he's
2: talking to the pizza delivery boy and he says, "I am just Danny." (laughs) Yes, that's the part that really got me.
0: Oh yes, and just that recognition. Like I, it's only eight. My wife has lots of eight fifties, but yeah, it's such a humorous but touching moment delivered so well. Yeah. Um, and I think Rory Scavell just killed it in this whole episode. But the moment that I was thinking about it's much dumber. But <laughs> <laughs> when Maya is listing her friends, they're all Jennies. And yeah. as a Jennifer, I grew up with so many Jennies and Jennifer's and Jens that like
2: It's the most popular name in America, isn't it?
1: Exactly. Yes, well at that, that time, a, yeah. Yeah, that is historically accurate. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> why I, I go her, by Jen. <laughs> most of her friends would have been named Jenny, Jen or Jennifer. Yep. Two, two. I even had funny. two Jin M's, which is my uh, maiden Jesus.
0: name. So, you know, I couldn't oh, even God. go by the initial. <laughs> <laughs> too, um,
2: too funny.
0: But yeah, that pizza moment was really sweet, too. Um, especially like, in this hug now or I'm taking it back. I thought it was very sweet.
2: <laughs> yeah, poor Trent just wants to get the fuck out of there. <laughs> Although he's know. got a great story to tell people later. You will not believe what I walked in on with these two <laughs> right. ridiculous divorce people
0: oh he sure does yeah but it was the first time that i really kind of realized how low danny feels now because yeah sheila is finding a lot of empowerment and i think mm-hmm. i had just kind of forgotten that danny like lost the election he lost his job like yeah. he's not popular in the moment we didn't talk about it in the last episode but when deb says do you have any friends right he's like he doesn't have he does any not. friends you know
2: Which is I think part of the problem.
0: Exactly, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Like Danny needs, like he has done some work on himself, but not in the way that Sheila has. Where Sheila has gotten, she's almost gotten used to, or she now knows how to deal with it. Like even in this Mm -hmm. episode, she literally walks him through a kind of meditation to calm him down, like calm his breathing and so on she's done that kind of work to help herself get comfortable with who she is even when the voice comes back and we realize that danny hasn't done that kind of stuff he doesn't know how to be by himself Mm -hmm. and i'm i'm curious did the two of you think we were going to hear danny's internal voice at the end (sighs) when they were both debating whether they were going to sleep with each other
1: I did actually, yeah. yeah. Okay. I thought I thought that was going to be you know, a little kind of going back and forth, but obviously neither of them can hear the other one. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: it felt a I'm- little. Was it Raiders of the Lost Ark? Is that the movie? <laughs> 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 but yeah, and I wonder, like, I don't know. Surely Danny's got an internal voice, not quite as. I mean everybody does. Shilas, but exactly, yeah. Well,
2: actually, no, apparently not everyone does. Apparently, only fifty percent of people actually hear someone in their head and what? then the rest of people don't. And I'm like, wait, what not is- everyone has an internal monologue?
1: What? Wait, right. okay, what are you thinking about? Okay, that's weird. <laughs> Isn't it weird? It's
0: just like like a circus like spinning on a hamster wheel in some people's heads. I'm sure it's mm-hmm. probably more developed than that, but <laughs>
2: I mean, I'm glad they didn't, because I think it actually would have come off too gimmicky, even though I would have loved to have gotten, I think even an episode almost entirely from Danny's perspective, where we could have gotten this richness. Mm -hmm. But again, you know, physical has seemingly run out of time. We've felt this way nearly all season, they've been trying to cram things in. Yeah, and I can't, I can't complain, because they did not need to take up the second last episode of the entire series to focus on such an intimate part of the lives of these two characters so
1: yeah i would have loved
2: it but also i feel like this is what we got instead and it's actually more impactful
1: I agree. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Actually, I I mean, I can live with you know not knowing what happens to Fidelia, who's you know not not who's not really a a huge character, and Mm -hmm. and you know, or even you know how necessarily how Sheila ultimately gets funding for her. I mean, I suspect that we'll get a little more of that in the last episode to right. Yeah, yeah, but you know, I I, I'm I'm okay with it. It's just you know, unfortunately, you can feel the rushing a little bit, but yeah, yeah, I I'm perfectly happy with that in exchange for this. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, there's another universe out there where we got four seasons and right. we saw a little bit more of this developed, but you know, at the beginning of the season, I think I, I was very nervous that they didn't know what they were doing or they didn't know where they were going and I have been, you know, we still have got one more episode so they could break my heart, but
2: mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: I feel good about it, you know, right. and, and I'm willing to sacrifice. You
1: know. One thing I do, I, I, I really do... I think I really hope I should say that they are done with John Bream as a character. I'd be because, okay with because that, I yeah. think I think it's it is interesting to kind of leave him as sort of a question mark, right. where where we never really quite figure out what his deal is. You know, I mean, they 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 it's a
2: man a mystery
1: yeah I mean yeah. you know, we, we know that he, he you know that his father's death was very traumatizing mm-hmm. and but he's just like because the you know the, he kind of comes off as creepy at times yep. and then kind of sad at times and then kind of a little sinister at times yeah. and then like in the end you know, well I'm just going to move to Mexico with my family because I can't see you and I can't even have you even mentioned in my life anymore
2: can you imagine being a man with that much power an influence that he thought he was going to play a part in the Olympic Games, mm-hmm. and he just up and moves to yeah. a whole other country. Wild,
1: you know. And it is it because of religion, or is it because he genuinely loves Maria and wants to to save their marriage. Yes,
0: I think yeah. <laughs> I agree. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Well, I and I both. don't think you can separate the two for, but no, because not for him exactly. Because I don't think like when he first said it's time in the last episode. I don't know if y'all thought, but I was like, oh, are they? They're going to divorce. Divorced? Yeah, but yep. then I was like, I was no. like, well, they're
1: either going to divorce or we're, yeah, we're going to get like a murder suicide. Right? <laughs> oh, <my God.
0: laughs> She just pulls out the suicide pills. Oh God. I've been Ooh. waiting.
1: I've had them ready.
0: I mean Terrible. You know what I would love to see for them? And it's possible, is he's going down to Mexico, he wants to become one with the land. You know who else likes becoming one with the land? Tyler. And mm-hmm. I could see, I know, but think about it. I could see them on the beach. Tyler would teach him how to surf because he's always been afraid of the water. Like uh, what yes. a perfect ending for them.
1: Will he be surfing in the suit though? In
0: the suit, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it would be a perfect ending for me. But and
2: Maria will be doing aerobics with Bunny.
0: Yes. ah, oh, I could see this. I don't want them to take any time in the episode. But if they do do like a flash forward or something, I could see a pan on that Mm -hmm. with a musical montage and that would make me very happy if we don't see that i'm going to imagine that's what happened
2: (laughs) (laughs) well with that in mind what do you think will happen or want to happen in the finale
0: well i think from the very beginning we saw the that flash of sheila on the stage And I think we've said goodbye to that stage, right? So I don't think so.
2: I think that was Wake Up San Diego and we already moved past it.
0: So I think I wanna see the beginning of I wanna see Sheila's curves open.
2: Right. (laughs) <laughs> but not Sheila's curves. Not Sheila's be, curves.
0: Yes. Uh, oh, that's fitness right. Fitness
2: for everyone or whatever they decide to call uh, it.
0: Strength and numbers. There we go. sounds great. Numbers. I don't know how it's gonna actually look on a billboard, but you know.
2: Yeah, and I was like,
1: that sounds more like a motto than, a, than Exactly. That's your tagline. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's
2: curves. Strength, strength and numbers.
1: Yeah. Call the movie.
2: Uh Gino, what do you think?
1: Gosh, uh I think that we may do the time jump. I think I, I think so. I think that that we're going to start right into uh, I guess it's might be another couple of years mm. ahead of time from uh, uh, where we are now. And yeah, I think it's just going to be a you know, uh, you know, both a kind of where are they now and mm-hmm. also kind of Sheila reflecting if if you know, if it was all worth it. yeah,
2: right. yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting because one of the things I really took away from this episode is that, the child actor who plays Maya... Is actually gotten to become a really good actor uh-huh. and unfortunately we would lose that if we jumped ahead five years or something because you you can't convincingly say that this girl is now what 10 or 11 or something like that so yeah
1: not with those missing teeth <laughs> I, I will I will say I do think that part of the uh, where they are now I, th- I think that that Greta and Ernie will probably get divorced at some point
2: I think so too I think, so too. I think that
1: uh, how old are Greta's kids we, we kind of saw, saw them well I guess they're about the same age as mine yeah I think they, so they care okay i was gonna say she's gonna wait till they're old enough but i guess not i mean again i'm completely guessing here but i i think that they're going to end up ultimately divorcing because so you know, this was an era when a lot of people were kind of you know you know discovering themselves if you want to call it that and splitting up especially right. you know people they've been you know in relationships with since they were very young yeah mm-hmm.
0: now it's an option you know and a much more doable option and i also yeah. wonder if Greta's going to have a relationship with a woman, you know? And Jeannie, you've been saying that for a little while and I could see it, especially after that yeah. that blurred out that she
1: had in the last episode. I could see yeah, it. Yeah, I mean I think that she's going to figure some things out about herself, mm-hmm. just like just like Sheila has and yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. It's been breadcrumbs all season, so it'll be yeah. interesting if they don't pay it off, you mm-hmm. know, is that even
1: satisfying?
0: Yeah, and if they d- I think I'd be okay if they don't end up showing us that again right. I they, think
1: they, they, there's a couple things that they that they've floated and just haven't been able to do anything with right. because of the time constraints
0: yeah well and if we think about where Greta was at the beginning in the very first episode I think she's come so far too and I'm really mm-hmm. happy with how her character has grown. So, Truly. you know, I, I can see planting the seeds, I feel like, is enough for a show like this that is not going to give us everything, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, it,
1: it, it kind of, you know, shows you, if nothing else, there's there's more to her than being than just being Sheila's friend.
0: Exactly, yes. yeah. Okay. Or Ernie's okay. wife, yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah.
2: Okay, final shoot from the hip, yes or no, will we ever see Kelly again?
0: No. No. oh
2: oh, okay
0: maybe it's maybe i don't want to see kelly again no i you
1: know i think if i think if i feel the show really dropped the ball at anything it was what they wanted to do with that character i agree Mm -hmm. um so yeah i think that there's you know i don't know if there's any audience out there but what happened to kelly right right
2: yeah i mean i wouldn't be surprised if we do jump ahead and there's something like you know gina i think you said it seems like kelly's trying to get back into acting and we just see a shot of her on a daytime soap opera on a yeah. tv as she yeah i mean if, it,
1: if it's anything it'll be some offhand you know she'll be on the cover of a magazine or or, right. or, or she'll be on tv in the background or something or maybe she's wake up san diego now
2: you know? right
0: because that yeah. seems like much more something she would want to do anyways you know
2: yeah with puppets <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> if she jumps out of a big top hat wearing like a, a Playboy bunny suit and starts doing aerobics. Oh my
2: god, I <laughs> could I love see, that. It sounds terrible, but I could see Kelly actually like becoming a Playboy bunny.
0: I could too. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with that manager she's got. He's definitely oh, going to her He there. would
2: sell her to Hugh Hefner in a heartbeat.
0: Totally. Just to get a to chance to go to the mansion. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: God. It's a whole different show.
0: It is a whole different. And I'm glad we have this show because that show go. seems very skeezy.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: I'd still watch it, though.
2: Uh, of course. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, why don't we wrap up our discussion there? Gina, if people want to get a hold of you to talk about how to negotiate the end of a marriage how would they do so
1: i think i'd actually be very good at that thank you i, think you <laughs> <would>. <laughs> I uh i am the co-host of the kill by kill podcast i write about movies and television at the spool.net. i have a Substack, stack you know watches things and i am on blue sky and instagram under gina does things
2: all right. And Jen, if people want to talk about the spinning camera work on this <laughs> sex scene with you, how would Ooh. they do so?
0: <laughs> I did really enjoy that um, for aesthetic reasons. Uh, sure. you, you can find me at Jen Ferratu on um, various social platforms. And uh, I'm coasting the Girls and the Boys podcast and the Losers Club podcast and writing in various places, which I will all post at Jen Ferratu.
2: Excellent. And if people want to get a hold of me, they can do so at B, stole my Remote, and that's the letter B. And we will thank the Anatomy of a Scream pod squad for hosting the show. Ladies, we've got one episode left. We will come back next week to talk about the finale. This is weird. I've had this happen a couple of times where I've covered a show through its entirety, and I grieve. It's really uncomfortable.
0: I know. I was thinking, I'm going to cry. <laughs> That's <laughs> sad. But I will say, I think I have gotten so much more out of the show through talking about it with
1: you two. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. So, yeah. Well.
2: All this to say, I think we probably might have a supersized episode next week just to <laughs> talk so. about everything. Unless, of course, it absolutely torpedoes, in which oh. case we will be like, well, that sucked and I hated it. Let's yeah. move on.
0: Shits <laughs> the piggy plastic.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, this was an episode that we couldn't wait to shit
0: out. <laughs> hey, and you know what? If it does, we'll always have this episode.
1: Yes. There we go. <laughs> yeah, yes. we'll, we'll yeah. get to one of those things that's like, oh, no, as far as I'm start as as it ended on episode nine.
0: Yeah.
2: There we go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, until the finale, ladies. I demand
0: a full family <laughs> pizza party or no pooping.
2: <laughs> but are you sure that you're drunk enough to drive? <laughs> mean. I know. Oof. Oof.
0: Scream Pod Squad.